This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation we don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Problematics, it is a new year and Congress is a hot mess. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Oh, problematics, problematics, how I have missed you. If you follow me on social media at Facebook, uh, Twitter, or Instagram at Rob Smith Online, you will see everything that I have been doing over the past month. Sometimes it gets hard to get to this podcast while I'm on the road traveling here, there, and everywhere. As you all know, this podcast is completely independent and a labor of love, and I love to chat with all of you, which is why I'm so happy to be back in 2023. And we have got a lot that we are going to discuss this year. But first, why don't we just talk about what everybody is talking about right now, which is the, you know, if you want to call it a hot mess, if you want to call it a dumpster fire, if you want to call it democracy at work, there is a lot going on in Washington, D.C. right now. First, I'm going to talk about the speaker stuff that's going on, the, the factions in Congress that do not want Kevin McCarthy to continue to be Speaker of the House. Um, this can be broken down into a lot of things. There is a contentious debate between Lauren Burbert and Sean Hannity that I'm going to get into in the next segment. And then finally, we're going to get into uh, the talented Mr. George Santos, the liar who uh, just took the oath of, oath of office, office and is now a sitting congressman. I'll get into that later on in the show. So first, you know, what I really want to talk about when it really comes to what's happening in Congress right now is that 
I think what's missing from a lot of the dialogue and the conversation about what is going on in Congress right now is that what we are seeing is is a generational shift. Okay, what we are seeing right now, and there's a lot of people that are sort of bloviating and they're clutching their pearls and they're saying, well, this just isn't done like this. I'm like, look, guys, look, there was less debate uh, when you guys passed. $1.7 $1.7 trillion of more pork that's going to go God knows where into, you know, most of these congressmen and women's pockets uh, in some capacity. So so spare me the pearl clutching over that. What's going on on Congress right now is quite simple. And what it is, is this. If you notice, there is this, and in a, in a, like, I don't even want to call it an America first faction because there's some nefarious forces in the conservative movement that have sort of hijacked America first. We'll just call it the Freedom Caucus contingent. So there is a contingent of Freedom Caucus members who have really shaken things up in Congress. They've shaken things up in a lot of different ways. And of course, I'm talking about the Lauren Boebert and the Matt Gaetzes of the world. Because not only are these people social media savvy, not only are these people very in tune with the new base of Republican voters that Donald Trump brought into the party, they actually put their money where their mouth is and they actually make moves that are advocating for the things that they believe in, right? So you say what you want about Matt Gates. You say what you want about Bobert. Uh, you say what you want about some of these people, but they are risking a lot of political capital right now by doing exactly what they are doing. And a lot of the pearl clutching, a lot of the bloviating, a lot of this, oh, well, this has never been done like this. Like all of this stuff, you have to understand where is this coming from? <laughs> and To understand where this is coming from, you have to understand, guys, like, okay, I'm not, so when I do this podcast, when I do these Fox News hits, and when I sort of tweet the things that I tweet or whatever that I tweet, um, I am not coming to this as a complete outsider to the political process, okay? I I know congressmen and women that are serving right now, interact with these people. I'm involved in politics in some capacity, even though I'm not serving right now. And I think that the most fundamental thing that it's hard for people that are even on this on the outside to to understand and I don't consider myself an insider, but I'm definitely sort of like a semi like I'm on the periphery, okay, so I kind of see more and have access more to most just by virtue of what I do um in the 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 people that I'm around. I think that what people do not understand about Congress is, first of all, how many people are just sitting in Congress, you do not know their names, these people do absolutely nothing but vote the way that they are told to vote by whoever is in charge of them and enrich themselves. They make deals with lobbyists. They, you know, take donor dinners. They do this is what people are talking about when they talk about the swamp. They're talking about the people who are never going to take the kind of heat that Matt Gates is taking, that Lauren Boebert is taking, that a lot of these Freedom Caucus members or the, the people that are opposing McCarthy right now. A lot of these nameless, faceless Congress members that I'm talking about are never going to take this kind of heat because they just sit there, they do nothing, they get rich while America burns, Okay. And this has gone on for a very, very, very long time. I think that with the advent of 
this sort of social media movement that is happening within the conservative movement. I'm a part of that moment. I'm one of a lot of people who have amassed a social media following, a, a fairly large one, through this sort of movement that has gone on over the past couple of years, right? And so for the first time, there is a voice given to the base of voters that is tired of business as usual in Washington, is tired of these people sitting around doing nothing, getting rich. You don't know who they are. Uh, they have some staff run their Twitter. They may make a house speech you know, here or there, but these are people that are not necessarily trying to rock the boat. And if you're not trying to rock the boat, then what else are you doing? You're doing business as usual. These are the people that want Kevin McCarthy. You know, there's a lot of people that keep on going to mainstream media right now and they're saying, well, you know, McCarthy has 200 votes. He has 200 votes. He has 200 votes. Yes. The 200 votes that McCarthy has right now are these people. There are these people who are going to fall in line, do whatever Kevin McCarthy tells them to, vote however Kevin McCarthy tells them to vote, whether it's uh, another, you know, $100 billion to Ukraine if it's another $1.7 trillion ridiculous omnibus bill that was filled with outrageous amounts of, of absurd pork, you know, that passed through. You know, all of this stuff, what, what people don't realize, even, you know, the, the, when the Uniparty came together to vote on the ridiculous COVID bills that passed, and they made it seem like, oh, they were doing you a favor because they were about to give you fifteen or $1,600 or $1,200 or whatever the hell it was of your own money to get back, which was ridiculous. And there were very few people that made any amount of money that were dumb enough to believe that lie. And we, saw, we all saw them come together on this, right? And so what you have to understand is that Congress in D.C. and the swamp is filled with these people. It is filled to the brim with people that go to that awful city, get sucked into the life of hotel conference room galas and dinners at the Diplomat and cocktails and backroom deals and cigars. It's like... I mean, D.C. is just my version of a nightmare. It, this is really what it's like, guys. Like, There's a reason I live in Miami, okay? There's a reason why I do not live in Washington, D.C. I do not want that to be my life because it's gross. It's disgusting. And the vast majority of people that are in Congress right now are playing those games. Now, on one side or the other, you may hate Boebert, you may hate Gates, you may support them, or maybe you may hate, um, you know, Crenshaw, and we'll get to Crenshaw in a little bit, but you may hate him for, for the side of this that he falls on, whatever. But the point I'm trying to make here is that you actually know these people's names. So there is something, no matter where you stand on how they stand on this, this McCarthy thing, there is something that these people are risking by the fact that they are so visible in Congress. Because let me tell you something, it is, I don't think it's the easiest thing in the world to get to Congress. I just have um, a, a friend, Ana Paulina Luna, who just got elected to Congress, and I saw how hard she worked in order to make that happen. So getting to Congress is not an easy thing, but what I will tell you is this, sitting there for decades, doing very little, if not anything, Making deals, enriching yourself, doing insider trading, doing all the crap that these people do in Congress. Now, that's easy. And 
to not have anybody know your name. And, and just think about this. As I, as I wrap up this point, think about how many members of Congress can you name off the top of your head? How many con- members of Congress can you name? I do this, okay, for a living, and I could probably name maybe 30. How many members of Congress are there? 435. What are those people doing? <laughs> what are they voting for? Who are they? Where do they let like all of these other things are things that we should be asking ourselves. And we should also be commending, I believe, because if you follow me on Twitter, you know where I stand on this, we should be commending these 20 Congress members who are taking these hits. Because the easiest thing in the world, and I got to tell you guys, the easiest thing in the world for those 20 Congress members to do would just be to fall in line and vote for Kevin McCarthy, would just be to, you know, sort of fade away and, and, and sort of meld into this sort of nothingness of the, the you know, 218 Republican members that, that we have in Congress now that Republicans have the majority it would be very easy for them to sort of blend into that nothingness. They've decided not to do that. They've decided to stand up and advocate for what they believe. And what they believe is that Kevin McCarthy is a weak leader. He presided over, it was the red wave that wasn't. This man has been in Congress and he has been there for so long that he, do you just, I, I want you to think about how many people this man probably owes favors to as long as he's been in Congress. And so the way that system is set up is that it's set up to reward people for how long they have been there, which is absurd. That is how the swamp gets deep. That is how these people get, uh, this, this is how these people lose touch of their base, of their voters, of the American people, of what the American people are going through. And I've said this before, even outside of the Congress thing, you know, you've got a lot of people that are running around cable news every day and talking about, oh, the American people are hurting, the American people um, are dealing with inflation, whatever. These people have no clue what the life of the average American is like. How far removed did, do you think any of these people um, have had to choose between gas and food? Do you think any of these people have had to live on $130 a week after taxes and rent and all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, I have. And so what these 20 congressmen and women are standing up for and, and fighting against is they're standing up for change. They're putting the money where their mouth is, but they're fighting against how out of touch these people are. The vast majority of these congresspeople are ridiculously out of touch. People want change, and we do not continue to reward people uh, for failing leadership. You know, the McCarthy is at this point, if he becomes speaker, will be failing up. And so the question is, how long are we going to allow that same broken system to continue? These 20 Congress people said, no. Absolutely not. And so coming up next, I'm going to focus on on two of these people that are on different sides of the aisle. I'm going to talk about Lauren Boebert. I'm going to talk about Dan Crenshaw. And I'm going to get into both of them and and sort of how they're being perceived and, and sort of falling in with this after the break. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematics, welcome back. Of course, still talking about what is going on in Congress right now. So it, it, this is very interesting because I, I feel like there, there's two people that really perfectly encapsulates where both sides are on this. And I think those two people are Lauren Boebert and Dan Crenshaw. And the reason why I think that they are so diametrically opposed. These these are these are two different people. And, and so, first of all, let's talk a little bit about uh, Lauren Boebert. Um, I think that the tack that she's taking on this is even more bold, considering that Lauren Boebert barely got reelected, barely got reelected. And when I'm talking barely got reelected, this woman was reelected. As a congresswoman, I believe it was by fewer than a thousand votes. Okay. So she is back in Congress by the skin of her teeth. And yet and still, she has decided to put her basically her neck on the line for this. I think, honestly, I never really had any, like, I never really thought about Lauren Boebert, right? I, I knew that, she, you know, she does the, she's very Second Amendment strong, and she does the 2A stuff to, to trigger the libs, and I get it. I mean, the uh, I get the photo with the family with the the, the weapons and all that other stuff. I, I get that she does that stuff to trigger the libs. I get it. Um, I, she's never really done anything super objectionable in my eyes. I understand who she is and what she's doing. I also understand that... Uh, her opposition, and particularly her opposition in Colorado, has been very effective in portraying her as, you know, one of the more extreme ultra MAGA, super duper Mario conservatives, right? So she barely got reelected. So just take that into consideration that Lauren Boebert barely got reelected. And so either. She is sticking her neck on the line like this because she truly, truly believes it. And she is about this. Or she's saying, you know what? I may not get 
I may not get reelected again, so I may as well just go as hard as I possibly can. And this is, I'm going to play you a little segment. This is Lauren Boebert on Hannah. I'm going to play you the two-minute segment of this clip because I want to I get to Crenshaw. But I thought that this was, this was a pretty good standing from her because, you know, Hannity was giving it to her. Uh, and, and she gave it right back to him. This. We're in day two. It's okay. The government isn't spending um, money, sending it to Ukraine. So the American taxpayers are certainly winning. There's a, um, politically, but, you know, Congresswoman, this- you agree, and I agree on most things. We don't disagree on many yes, things. Yes, we do, Sean. And, and I, I do have respect and for I you. But I believe that history will however, show that I'm on the right side of this, Sean. How, how, well, you, you can believe you're in your position, but I'm using your words. You said to President Trump, you said, we're very clear. He doesn't have... 218, so you need to ask him to withdraw. If by Friday you and your group of 20 don't have a name with 30 votes, is it time for you to withdraw? And if not, why do you support a double standard? Last question. Kevin McCarthy does not have 218 votes. Kevin McCarthy and you will have, not and be you speaker. Have 20. I, I asked you a very specific question. If by Friday you don't have 30. I will not, Sean. I will not withdraw. Our asks were were not petty of Kevin McCarthy. They were not self-serving. We simply were asking for commitments on what the American people want to see. They want to see a vote on term limits, a vote on the Texas border plan to secure the southern border. And for crying out loud, Sean, we asked for a vote on a budget that actually balances. Imagine. Imagine a Congress that stops so spending you money only that have we don't 30 have. People we are going to get this you. right, and we are going to get the right speaker, Sean. If you only have 30, to be clear, you will not withdraw. 30 is going to be a beautiful number But you're to telling reach. Kevin McCarthy and the, and the 203 people that support him to withdraw because they don't have 218. That's what you're saying. Look, it's obvious by tonight's motion to adjourn that Kevin McCarthy and his supporters are already getting you, voter fatigue. And I, I, I asked I'm you a simple it. question, Congresswoman. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm getting a, a liberal I'm not going an to answer support from Kevin a liberal. McCarthy, Sean. Okay, so even if you only have 30 votes, Kevin McCarthy, you will not abide by what you told President standing, Trump to abide by. I don't believe by. I, I got will it. Be, I feel I like we've made progress. Not. Okay, so that's Bobert and Hannity. It's very obvious. Uh, by Hannity's kind of aggression with this. He's over this. He just wants Kevin McCarthy to be speaker. He just does not understand, uh, you know, why these people are are standing up. And and, and Lauren basically said uh, (laughs) he needs, you know, votes that he doesn't have. It doesn't matter if if the opposition's only 20 votes or 15 or whatever. If he's not getting the votes, he's not getting the votes, you know, point blank, period. Where this will play out, I am not entirely sure. Either way, Bobert is going to be fine. I think that this was a, a pretty gutsy move from her. Now, on the other side of the the coin here, we have Dan Crenshaw. And Dan Crenshaw is, and I've spoken of Dan Crenshaw in the past. And before we get into Dan Crenshaw, I have met Dan Crenshaw. I've been photographed with Dan Crenshaw. I've been on panels with Dan Crenshaw. I've spoken on and off the record with Dan, well, it's never on the record because I'm not a journalist, but I will just say, you know, we've had, we've had whiskey together. Like, you know, we've had, you know, shots together and beers together or whatever. So I'm critical, I'm very critical of him a lot. I mean, I think he realizes it. I mean, I, I think that 
it's weird being in a position of commentator when you actually are in a position to kind of interact with some of these people, but I try not to let it sort of filter through, filter what I say, right? And so I say all this to say that, and I tweeted this as well, um, Dan Crenshaw is obviously on the very pro-McCarthy side of this. Dan Crenshaw is very business as usual. Um, Dan Crenshaw will speak of the hundreds of millions that McCarthy has raised as sort of uh, proof that, you know, McCarthy needs to stay. Uh, You know, Dan Crenshaw is also very clearly somebody that is for business as usual in Congress, okay? And like I said on Twitter, this is somebody who, and he's never pretended to be anything but... Dan Crenshaw went to Ukraine. Okay, Dan Crenshaw, I believe, was photographed with Zelensky. Dan Crenshaw was all about those bills. Um, Dan Crenshaw goes to the World Economic Forum. So this is who he is, okay? And he has never pretended to be anything other than this. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the mask slips. And it slipped uh, the other day when he talked to CNN. I I want you to listen uh, to this is Tucker Carlson um, talking about and, and going into this soundbite. Uh, this is what he said to CNN. So if people oppose you in an election, typically you try and win them over. You assuage their concerns. You promise them things. You wheel. You deal. You trade some horses. You massage their egos. You don't scream at them. And yet today, Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas, a surrogate for Kevin McCarthy, did. In fact, he did what neocons always do. He labeled anyone who doesn't like a terrorist. Watch. Those of us are saying, like, look, you pushed us into this corner, so now we're now we're saying we won't vote for anyone but McCarthy. That's why we're saying it, because we cannot let the terrorists win. Oh, they're terrorists now. It's hard not to see the connection, because over the past few years, pretty much every part of the war on terror has been turned against the domestic political enemies of the neocons. So now they're just coming out and telling you what they told you about Iraq. Either you're with us or you're against us. You're on the side of light or darkness. You're good or evil. Dan Crenshaw went all the way, as neocons always do. He proceeded to go to CNN to call his political opponents enemies of the state. Looking for a little Soviet-style politics? Watch this. This handful of members is um, uh, very clearly looking for notoriety over principle. That's what it is. And anyone who suggests differently is um, in in some kind of make-believe fantasy reality. But if you're a narcissist, if you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, then you'll keep going. And you'll threaten to tear down the team for, for the benefit of the Democrats just because of your own sense of self-importance. That's exactly what's happening here. We will not vote for anyone else but McCarthy. These people think they're stubborn or more stubborn. They think they're not going to get the communities they want. Well, obviously they won't, but it's going to be so much worse than that. You know, they are enemies now. So you may like Kevin McCarthy or not. Both are allowed. But no matter how you feel, you have to acknowledge, if you're being honest, that people who don't like Kevin McCarthy have a reason for that. They have real concerns, real issues. But you'll notice that Dan Crenshaw didn't address any of those, none of them. Instead, he impugned their motives, their character, their intelligence, their moral standing. They're narcissists. In fact, and we're quoting, they are enemies now. Now, what you just saw 
as Dan Crenshaw spoke, what you just saw is the snarling face of the donor class revealed for all to see finally. The deep loathing of disobedient voters that may be their most passionate secret emotion. But they're not bothering to hide that emotion anymore. Now you know how they really feel. Interesting, right? And so this was actually before. So this Tucker reaction was before um, this interview that Dan Crenshaw did with Neil Cavuto. And this was this is very this is more recently. And so I want you to listen to this back and forth with Cavuto. This was after yet another, you know, failed vote to, to get uh, Kevin McCarthy as a speaker because these holdouts are not backing down. Now, listen to this. This is Crenshaw and Neil Cavuto. Institution of rules. Well, Byron Donalds is running. Need. Byron Donalds is running. And, and you don't. You don't think he's a credible he, candidate? He, he started. He started five minutes ago, and no, he's not a credible candidate. He's, he's a freshman who started five minutes ago. That's not running. He didn't raise hundreds of millions of dollars to win the Republican majority in, in multiple election cycles. No, that's not a credible candidate. But is there? Are, are he, you or anyone? I know in your mind, like you're still McCarthy, McCarthy is still very loyal in that regard. But eventually, the more this keeps no. happening, uh, you, you, you begin to no, wonder no, 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 no. what it's, is it's an alternative here. I, 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 I'm just wondering. There is no alternative. We keep repeating I, I this, what right? You're but it's not. It's not loyalty to the man. It's loyalty to the to the rule of law that we abide by here. If you always set this precedent where a mere 20 people can can just can just destroy the 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 the, the, the conference of over 200. And you're setting a terrible precedent, and they'll just keep taking scalps. We've seen it over and over again. But with it speakers. is what it is, right? That's I mean, you're right. I would agree with you if Byron was getting more votes, but he's not getting more votes. And in fact, they've just switched their votes. Like in this, in this one, they're voting for different people. These people are all over the place. They don't have a consensus candidate. So, so, and if you watch, if you if you find this clip, and if you look at the body language when you physically watch this clip. Crenshaw is sweaty, he's shaking, he's very obviously angry, okay? So this is what, what, what Tucker was talking about, the, the sort of snarling uh, anger of the donor class. This is it. This is what he is betraying right now. And I've said it before and I've said it again. Like I said, I've met this man. I will not claim to know him. You do not know these people, okay? Their families know them. Maybe their close friends know him. I do not know him, but I have met him. And he has never pretended to be anyone other than exactly who he is portraying to be in this moment right now. And the reason why I think that he can do this, he he, the, what it, what Crenshaw is very, very, very smart about is he is very popular in his district. His district loves him. He has multiple events in that district. He talks to his uh, his constituents. He engages with them. All of that other stuff. That man's district knows who he is. They see him constantly, and they and and this is what I believe. I believe that even though the people in his district may disagree with certain of the bigger things, they probably do not like who he is and who he's being right now. If they get the sense that they know him as a man, they're going to vote for him. And so he's able to do this on a larger level, right? And he's able to do something that's politically unpopular. He's able to do something that I personally don't agree with. Because it's very obvious to me when you see the moves that Dan Crenshaw makes, when you see the people that he's around, when you see the things that he supports, when you see the people that support him, when you see the moves that he makes overall, it's very obvious that he is in the category of Congress people who are intending to be in there 
and play that game and, and to do this for a very long time. It's very obvious that that's who he is. And if that's who he is, that's who he is. That's the game he's playing. That's fine. There's a lot of different games to play uh, when you're going to go into that world. But I think that this moment is exposing him a little bit. I think that sometimes, you know, he gets the rhino stuff and he gets a lot of criticism and all that stuff. I think sometimes he's able to to sort of pretend that he's on the the side of, of America First or Freedom Caucus or whatever you want to say it and pretend that he's, you know, with the base or all of that other stuff. But this is, you know, this is an exposed. This is a moment where he's being exposed. Uh, Dan Crenshaw is the establishment. He is for the establishment. He is a loyal attack dog for the establishment. And he is for business as usual in Congress. That is why he is angry. This is obviously what he wants. This is what he is portraying. He wants nothing more than for Kevin McCarthy to be voted speaker so that he can go home. (laughs) Go have another fundraiser. All right. And that just is what it is, you know, and I don't, I tend not to have a whole lot of emotion about this stuff because I'm, when you look at these people and you see how they move, it's, it's easier to take in and it's easier to analyze. I think the more dispassionate you are about it. So don't get uh, too many emotions wrapped up in, in Dan Crenshaw or in Lauren Bulbert or and, you know, whether or not McCarthy is going to get, you know, elected speaker. Do I think he'll get elected speaker? Eventually, yes. He is being humbled and humiliated right now. And I think that they're going to get a lot of the concessions that they want. But I think that he's ultimately going to be speaker. Um, but this is a teachable moment about, number one, people exposing themselves for who they are. Uh, number two where the future of the party is going. The future of the party is not with the donor class. The future of the party is not with the Kevin McCarthy's of the world. It's certainly not with the Dan Crenshaw's of the world who kind of want to play a certain position for another 10, 15, 20 years so that they can do that. The future of the party is with those 20. They know it. Those 20 are bold. And I I really do hope that they make the major change that they're seeking to make. All right, coming up, who did go to Congress is Representative George Santos from New York, obviously caught lying and deceiving and all of that other stuff. I'm going to give you my, literally my final words, like my final thought on this entire George Santos situation. I'll give to you after the break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, Problematics, welcome back. Okay, so look, I, I guess we have to talk about George Santos. Oh boy. All right. And look, I'm not going to spend that much time on this, which is why I'm closing the show out with it. And also, this is probably the last time I'm ever really going to bring this up. So obviously, as we all know, Representative George Santos, and he is a congressman. He's not going to be a congressman for very long, but he is a congressman. He will, he will, you know, he will die knowing that he was a congressman at, at some point. Uh, this person obviously pretty much lied about every aspect of his existence, from being Jewish to, I think he lied about being part black. He lied about his mother dying in the 9-11 attacks. He is under investigation in Brazil. I, I mean, nobody knows where the man's money is coming from. The the uh, Once you get to the point as a Republican, particularly somebody in elected office, where people are launching investigations and stuff, and you got the K file on CNN on you, and you've got all of that stuff going on, like it's trouble, okay? And so at the very beginning, and if you guys follow me on social media, you've seen all this stuff. At the very beginning, I was like, you know what? As Republicans, as conservatives, let's not throw George Santos under the bus because he lied. Let's. <sighs> Defend him. Let's stick up for him, which is what I did. I did a video and I said, don't let the left bully you into ditching George Santos. I went on Fox Business and I said, George Santos needs to apologize to his constituents, but he does not need to step down. Where I stand right now is that, number one, George Santos doesn't need to step down because he's probably going to be expelled, <laughs> okay? And I like I, this is not me knowing any inside information. This is just me seeing where everything is going here. When somebody is – he's already being investigated locally, right? And like I said, I, I, I know a couple of people in, in Congress, and when you talk to people that are in Congress – the financial disclosure disforms are very real. Okay, these are things that you have to hire multiple lawyers to help you out with that. You do not want to even accidentally falsify anything that is on these financial disclosure forms because if you do, these are things that could send you to jail, like to prison, okay? And so if Santos was lying about all of this other stuff and there's all these questions about where exactly this man's money came from, there are people that are going to start digging. And by the way, uh, these are liberals that are going to start digging. These are people on the left. They've already got, we all know that they own the entire uh, media and journalism industry, which is why you got the K file on them, which is why you get Washington Post doing stuff, the New York Times doing stuff, all this other stuff. Once they're sniffing something out about a Republican, oh, and the fact that he's gay too. Uh, and by the way, uh, George Santos is not lying about being gay. I have met George Santos like that is a queen. Okay, that, that he's gay. 
All right. He this this one thing he's not lying about. That man is a homosexual. <laughs> okay. He is petty like a homosexual. Um, he is catty like a homosexual. He is messy like a homosexual. That man is gay. No doubt about that. But so now in, in the fact that he's gay, so you know, he's a meme to the gays of the left. Like it's just it's really bad news. Okay, so he's like, look, the Santos is politically dead. It's over. He took the oath. He, you know, he's 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 a congressman. Um, if they've even sworn anybody in yet, which I'm not <laughs> sure that they have because they're so all that mess. Um, so where I stand on it is, you know, I said what I said, and I'm not changing what I said uh, because I said that he shouldn't step down. That doesn't mean that he is not going to eventually get expelled, and that does not mean that there's not going to be forces uh, that are going to put a whole lot of pressure on him to. Uh, if not step down, and they they probably don't want to do a special election. There, there's too much blood in the water politically for them to do like a special election, um, and he shouldn't do that. It's not politically not politically expedient for him to do that. But he likely will not run again. There's no way that he can run again with all of this stuff. Um, and he did not like he barely won this time. There's just no way that he would ever win again, right? So he's going to be one and done. He's going to be. Um, a joke, a meme, uh, an answer on Jeopardy. This is his legacy, right? It's unfortunate, but this is his legacy. And I got to tell you that in my personal dealings with Santos over the past couple of years, um, what I will say is this. This is so, you know, I'm launching something a little bit later this month where I'm going to give, you know, I'm going to give subscribers and real fans like the real tea. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to give you guys everything <laughs> if it's not behind a paywall um, because I'm a creator and I have to make money. Um, but what I will say is this, in, in my interactions with Santos over the past couple of years, this is somebody that plays the political game hardcore. This is somebody that did not make a whole lot of friends. Uh, in fact, this is somebody that made a great deal of enemies. This is somebody that didn't necessarily treat uh, lower-level staff uh, with uh, amount of respect, decorum, and decency. Oh, and by the way, uh, those stories will be out shortly as well. I'm not, you know, this is a little preview. I'm not speaking outside of school. There's too, there's just too many people that know too many things that uh, just personally do not like him, and they will like they will not be able to run to the press soon enough, right? So, so the after all of this Congress stuff is over, uh, the next round of Santos stuff will just be like how awful he was to staff and, and to people whose job it was to help him and and to uh, certain organizations, uh, political organizations whose job it was to elevate him. How how he was difficult. To those people, right, and and that'll all come out. You know, I'm not, I'm not telling any stories. That that'll that'll all come out. Um. So fundamentally, uh, the Santos thing is it's unfortunate because in in this, I will say, I was at an event for uh the Log Cabin Republicans at Mar-a-Lago a couple of weeks ago. We had a little after thing. I hung out with you know George Santos, a couple other uh, gay conservatives in the movement. I sat down with him and I looked him directly in the eye and I said. You are America's first gay congressman. You should be proud of this. I am proud of you. You worked for this. You wanted it. You got it. And I, I literally looked him in his eyes and I said, I am so proud of you. And I meant that 100%. I meant that without a trace of envy, without a trace of jealousy, without any, any of that stuff. I had, and if you are a regular problematic listener, you know, 
that I flirted with running for Congress and I shot an ad and I did all that stuff and I decided not to do it because it just wasn't right for me at the time, right? Um, but he is and will always be the first gay Republican congressman for better or for worse. Santos, Santos, George Santos is politically dead. And I got to tell you, it, it's unfortunate that our first gay Republican congressman, oof, boy, it is deeply unfortunate that this is uh, who it ended up being, I guess. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online, and you can find Can't Cancel Rob Smith on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you, and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.